Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 203 of the Codex Prime podcast for Wednesday, May 13th, 2020. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right, and joining us uh, once again in the studio uh, via Zoom on Facebook Live, we have uh, two very special guests in the building. You know them as Aaron Ferguson and Chris Stewart, the co-hosts of the Pop Stew podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. What's what going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, once again, uh, thank, thanks, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, we figured that Carl and I, uh, we were actually uh, chatting about this uh, uh, last night after we finished our episode um, with Raymond Leonard. Shout outs to him. Um, uh, and we were like, well, you know what? Since since we figured out the whole Zoom and Facebook Live thing, let's, let's get our money's worth on this thing since we can get uh, more than three or more people at once without the 40-minute limit on the basic plan. <laughs> of zoom so you're like you know what let's just let's just go all out let's just get as many guests as we can and you know have fun with it so so once again thank you guys it's a pleasure man it's a pleasure to be here (laughs) yeah and uh yeah um so yeah uh, yeah man and we were we were talking a bit uh uh earlier as i was setting up the um the the feed and apparently uh uh chris you have you said that you happen to be a star wars prequelist I, I am, get... man. I, I'm a prequelist. I am. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I don't appreciate you putting me on the show, man. Just put me right on the spot like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know how it is. Like, I, I give him, I give him a hard time for it all the time. Like, right, right out the gate, man. For real. Now people are gonna be like, "What is wrong with Stewart? What's wrong with this dude, Chris?" You know what I'm saying? I can't defend myself. I can't just. Ba- you just back me right into a corner, right from well, the jump. Here, here, defend yourself. Well, I'm here, but you know, I may not have a pretty good argument. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm willing to listen because, like, I was a former prequelist myself, and then over the years, I was like, you know, I, I saw a reason. But I'm 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 open to hear, you know, what you got to say about the prequel stuff. <laughs> you have sworn hating Christensen as your mortal enemy. Well, I, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, but no, nah, I mean. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, man. The, the prequel trilogy, to be fair, like uh, Hayden Christensen, you know, he did the best he did the best he could with what he was given, and yes. yet, yeah, he, you know, it's true. Yeah, and, and 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 like you had some you had some actors that shined that actually shined in despite in despite of in spite of the material. Like for example, Ewan McGregor, he was a great Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he um, was. Yeah, he was. Yep, and you had Ian McDermott, who was a uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine. You know, he was really good in it. You know, um, but yeah, that's about that's about it as far as like good elements of the, <laughs> of the prequels. Well, well, okay. like, yeah, that's Yoda, about it. I can see Yoda fight was cool. It was for right for its time. For its time. For, for thank, thank you. He he did what? say the right thing. I, I remember being in a theater for Attack of the Clones, and then when he, when he like hobbled up to fight Dooku, the theater erupted in laughter, like because we had never seen him flipping around and doing all that before, because he had been this puppet, so we had never really seen him move like that before. So yeah. that in itself was an event. It was funny. Well, see, I, yeah, look, man, a part of it you've got to remember that. You know, like, Lucas, he started from four or five and six because, the you know, the technology wasn't where it really needed to be. 
You see what I'm saying? So now, of course, with, you know, he got the opportunity to be able to do some different things. You know, it makes sense. Like, I've only probably been a Star Wars fan serious for like maybe about 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, where I hopped on and one day I was like, okay, let me just check out these. these. Dude, I, I love the story, dude. You know, mm-hmm. like, I love what it's really all about. Like, okay, Attack of the Clones is, is pretty weak. I, I can't run on that. Um, there are some things in the prequels that, like, Jar Jar Beaks didn't need to beat her at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's, he, he that's rough. Jar Jar, that's, that's but, rough. But I enjoy, like, the other stuff, the, the little nuances, like, the, the underhanded things that Palpatine did behind the scenes and nobody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, it's, to, to me, like, it's not just a film, but like your acting has to be on par too. And his acting was on point. The way he manipulated the Senate, the way he was manipulating other people. And then like you look at Anakin, his acting was Hayden Christensen's acting was over the top. But I'll tell you this right now, like the story itself, mm-hmm. and you look at the tragedy of like him losing his mother and then him supposed to be the chosen one. And then dude, he having problems with his wife and he afraid of her death and you know just his mental was all messed up it's kind of like a like a frankenstein story you know what i'm saying like hmm. where it puts you in a place to be like where you actually feel for the character i mean out of the the three prequels revenge of the sith is is honestly my favorite yeah. my well game. my favorite by far that's the best one of the three it is yeah. that's the only one i didn't see really that's the only good one like if yo, you were gonna yo, watch the prequels why Revenge of the Sith? Like, the first Revenge. one is 40 minutes of pod racing, and then you have that one good fight at the end. It wasn't so even that long. It wasn't that long. Just, you just go to YouTube for that. You don't really have to go through the whole All right. joint. Yeah. Like, I mean... I mean Go ahead, okay. I was gonna say like you, know, you do raise some good points, uh, Chris, about you know the the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker. Like like on paper, on paper there was some really good elements uh, with that story. Uh, and and the, that's the thing I fell in love with was just the elements of it. Like right, I could yeah. look beyond the the corniness of it, and I'm like, man, mm-hmm. that's a really good story. Yeah, this, these are some really good components, and I'm like, okay, that was the thing that lured me in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a good story though. There are good things in it. Like I see where he was trying to do. Yeah, and there's. There's, there's good themes in the pre. It well, was I, just. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. AK. Let me. Let me just ask one question. Okay. You saw the new trilogy. Yeah. Okay. What'd you think of that? I liked the. Like the last one had its flaws, but I was still entertained. I was still entertained by it. But. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say the last movie. I said the last. I said the entire trilogy. Like if oh, we go right. and if we do like a shot for shot. <laughs> With it, I'd probably take the new one over the prequels. Man, you're killing me, bro. Like, would you really? Yeah. I would. Would you really? Oh, yeah. Force Awakens better than Phantom Menace. Facts. I'll, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> Last <laughs> Jedi. Last Jedi. It's just recycled. It's just episode four recycled. True. That, that's it true. Is, but it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. It was entertaining. It was. I it can't was. deny that it wasn't episode four all over again. Like, it was shot and shot the same movie, but it was still entertaining. Okay, what about The Last Jedi? 
Last Jedi Attack of the Clones cancel each other out. That's a lot. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Are, are you, are you, are you telling me, uh, uh, Aaron Ferguson, that the, la- that the Last Jedi is on the same level as Attack of the Clones? I am, because they both, <laughs> they both trap. I'm sorry. Bro. <laughs> this right here, okay, all right. The Last Jedi, all right. This is this is this is a seal. This is the Steel Book Edition, all right. Written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Oh, look, look at this, Bask in its glory, gentlemen. He's got the Steel Book. Oh yeah, Bask oh, in its glory. You like you like it? I'm gonna tell you this. The Last Jedi is not only the best film in the sequel trilogy. It, it it's it's way better than the prequels. And I'll say it's on it's on par with the original trilogy in terms of quality. It is. It is. It is. Too much hate. Too much hate. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Whoa. 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 Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, now, wait, a wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me really get. Wait. You didn't just say that. You said it with straight face too. I said it with a straight face. I mean it 100%. I'm, t- I'm speaking facts. I'm speaking gospel. I'm speaking truth. Listen, man. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. Okay, explain this to me. Yeah. Cancer bite. Cancer bite. Thank you. Th- th- you, that's all you had to say. What's wrong? Oh, my. What, what is wrong with cancer bite? What's wrong with that scene? People were people were complaining about that scene for no reason. There was nothing wrong with that scene. What was, there was no reason for them to go there. What was the reason? What was the reason? Did they ever find the man they was looking for? They didn't even get the right dude. Like, the whole joint was pointless. They never found him. And they ran little donkey horses or whatever they was riding. Like, there was no reason to go there. The Cantabite scene showed another another side of the Star Wars universe, that there were people profiting off the war between the Resistance and the and the First Order, or the, the Rebellion and the Empire. There were people that were playing both sides, and you had the introduction of Benicio Del Toro's character, DJ, who was basically there to kind of like get, into, get inside Finn's head, saying that, hey, you know what, don't join. You know what, just play both sides. Just look out for yourself. Look out for number one. That was kind of showing a different aspect, briefly, of the whole Resistance First Order war. It was not a waste of time. It added to the whole theme of the the the, yeah, you know the, the spice of the film. I will say this right now. He made that sound so good, didn't he? Did he? <laughs> I mean, because he, <laughs> he, 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 yo, listen, you made me almost want to get to a place and want to go to Candabite. Like, seriously, I, yo, I give it up to you. Like, seriously. Thank there, you. Yo, because before you ever say anything like that, there uh-huh. was no reason to go to Canterbury. There was no reason. But I respect that. I can absolutely respect I can go with that. That's Thank that's that's good. I can't even front. That's pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. Thank AK, you gotta like that. Yeah. Come on, well, that's, that's I respect it. I respect it. I gotta respect it. it. I disagree. I disagree, but I, I, I can respect that. But wait a minute. What about since you're talking about it's it's the it's the baddest thing since the whole okay. What about um Luke um on the on the island? And he throwing lightsabers away, and he drinking milk from uh, alien breasts. What's what's up with that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what? Well, I I will say I will say like I two things. I do understand Mark Hamill when he when he originally said that he disagreed with Ryan Johnson's choices of the character. I can definitely Absolutely. see why, because a lot of fans expected you know Luke to still be that heroic, uh, courageous. Right. 
uh, uh, guy that we saw in the in the original trilogy. That's but, true. But but I, I really appreciated the fact that Ryan Johnson took a different approach because this 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 story takes place about thirty years after the original trilogy, and a lot changes in three decades. So you have this guy Luke Skywalker who's Perhaps over the years, he felt pressure of living up to that legendary status of Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is no longer a human being. He's he's the he's the greatest hero the galaxy has ever known. But yet he's seen so much loss. Like he his his nephew Ben is fallen to the dark side, and he's seeing he's seeing him uh, travel a path that his father you know uh, went. And so Luke feels that sense of hopelessness. He's like, oh, for all for all the good that I tried to tried to do saving the galaxy, I still can't save my family. And he still feels that despair. And for him, you know, it just it just weighs heavily on you. And so for Luke, you know, it it, it just it just kind of wears on him over the decades. And then eventually he decides to like become a recluse. So I can definitely see why Luke, you know, becomes bitter. He becomes you know angry, maybe depressed. You know, he's he's not going to still be the boyish, you know, youthful, you know, create uh, crusader. You know, he's he's got a lot of history weighing down on him and the pressure of being literally the last Jedi Knight in existence. So so for him, I really like the the approach that they, that they took with Luke. They, they, they were trying to, like, you know, ma, you know, elevate, elevate the Star Wars thematically, you know, from just like, oh, just, you know, plucky heroes to, yo, these they're going through some real shit, man. Right. Oh, Vic, I'm gonna say this right now, dude. Yo, yeah. you got, you got, yo, you, you got all my money. The way you, <laughs> yo, the way, the way he breaks down a film, and he talks about it in a, in a, yo, you actually got me wanting to go back and watch that movie. I swear yeah. to God. <laughs> right. I, yo, seriously, yo, that, yo, that, I've never seen it like that. I've never heard a take like that. It's either you with it or you totally against it. But to mm. be able to break down the little nuances of the film like that, yeah. I, I'll yo, I'll give I'll tell you this right now. I'll be the first person on this show to say I will give it another try. I'll watch it again. Thank thank you. You know that, that, that's all I ask. You know, give, give definitely give it a shot. Um and, and I will and I will say like The Last Jedi for me is the last Star Wars film because Rise of Skywalker was a piece of trash. And we're not gonna talk about that. I mean we could talk about it, but Rise <laughs> of Skywalker was just nah, no good. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hey, go, wait, go ahead, go ahead, stupid. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So you like the Last Jedi, but yeah. you don't like the Rise of Skywalker. Not at all. Not at all. Really? Yeah, because uh, Rise of Skywalker, like, I mean, because one, J.J. Abrams, you know, he 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 came back as a, a co-writer and a director, and he had, he had no choice. He had to. Yeah, and but but it felt like Rise of Skywalker, like it. it it was like it felt like an apology of for the for for the last Jedi. Like it basically like walked back. It re- it retconned everything that that the last Jedi did, and like right. for for example, like his treatment of Rose Tico by like marginalizing her to like a literally one minute of screen time, to bringing back Palpatine who died at the Return of the Jedi and didn't even give him a good explanation as to why he came back. So why? I'll give you that. I will definitely give you yeah, that. Yeah, that makes no sense. Why he like? I'm like he just showed up out of nowhere. Time. Yeah. How do you survive? Yeah, that and um, like its purpose in the movie period. Yeah. I, I don't know. I felt there was like a lot of there. I, although, like I said, I was entertained by it. There was a there was a lot of like lack a huge lack of character development mm. in that last movie. That's true. That's like 
you would expect like with the first two, you know, with the first two movies of the sequel, like okay, there was some character, there was gonna be some character development with ben, with Finn's character, and then the third one, he was just like a tool. Yeah, yeah. Like you just there, there. You know the the part about it, like we never even got to know if you know if he he was force sensitive. You know, like of course in Force Awakens, he can get a lightsaber. You know, um, I don't know what happened. Like, he, I guess he got friend zoned by by Ray. I don't know what happened with that because you could tell they had like some interests and some feelings. You know, um, <laughs> the girl with the um, the girl who they found um, on a planet where they went to go get the other uh, wayfinder. Like, yeah, she she rides a horse. She has a gap, and then all of a sudden she just like <laughs> she's, she's there. I'm like, where I'm like, where did she come from? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I, I'll give you that. But after watching, honestly, I felt the same way you felt when I first saw the film. And then I watched it again and I was like, okay, I am entertained by this. There's a lot of, like, how did this happen? And why is this like this? But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like for me, Rise of Skywalker, it, like, it, it was definitely, it was definitely a disappointment. Um, but I would say like, it's, it's almost on the level of the, of the prequels in terms of how, you know, disappointing it was, but, but, um, I mean, th- there were, there were good elements like, uh, like the visual style, like the cinematography, um, John Williams score and John Williams score is also like great in, in all, all, all the Star Wars films, like, uh, the prequels. Um, but yeah, Rise of Skywalker, man, it, it, it was like, for me, it was on the same level as the as the last season of Game of Thrones, that's how disappointing it was, man. I was just so pissed off when when it happened. I'm like, I'm like, really? This this is how you end the 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 Star Wars the Skywalker saga? She so so Rey's a Palpatine, and then she has a golden lightsaber, right. and then and then that's it, really. That's how, that, that's how I thought of the Last Jedi, you know, where it was like Force Awakens built up Snoke to be this this dark menacing character. You know, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, he gets his head cut off, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, what? Like, what happened?" Had his tongue hanging out his mouth and everything. <laughs> so I'm just like, "Okay." Oh man, but all right. So I want to redirect this to AK Stewart. There's a couple of questions that we ask. We always ask our guests. What's up? All right. So PS4, Xbox. PS4. Yeah, I'll be right back, guys. I'll be right back. Yeah. That's, that's PS4, bro. Um, please tell me you guys saw that Unreal Engine 5. I did get a chance to see that. Amazing, bro. Oh, my God. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I was telling Vic about it before you guys get it. I'm like, I, I may have to start. Like, and they, I'm hearing PS5 comes out in October, so I'm like, all right. Yeah. Start. Let me stop getting my pre-orders down. I may have to get that for that launch. Okay. Now this one's gonna be this one's probably gonna be the argument that's gonna make Vic come back. Pineapple pizza, yes or no? No. No. <laughs> I, I can do it. <laughs> I can I can do that. You know what I mean? Uh. Bro, come on, man. Like, yo, it can't be that bad. It's awful. 
He said it's awful? Yeah. Is he is Vic with it? Oh, Vic loved it. My man, see? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, nah, nah, I can do that. I can do it. Yeah, I think he just heard it. Alright. And I already know the, I already know the answer. I already know the answer too, but Marvel or DC. <laughs> Wait a minute. DC films or DC, DC anime? Everything at home. Mm. That's rough. Everything as a whole. That's that's a. Are you talking about uh, DC and Mar- or Marvel? Yeah, Marvel or DC. And by the way, you have a you have a pineapple pizza ally. Oh man! Oh, thank thank you. See, some, finally See? somebody who understands. No, I couldn't do it. I can't do it, bro. What do you mean? It's, yo, it's actually pretty good, dude. Yeah, I, I can get that with that. Yeah, man. Yo, when it comes to pineapple pizza, like you, you can't have it out of the can. You gotta have fresh, freshly cut pineapples. You know, you gotta have it evenly distributed across the pie. It balances the the sweetness of the pineapple. Balances with out the with the salty too, right? Like, yep. Yo, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, balances out with the saltiness of the ham. So you get, so you get both combinations. It, it's, it's beautiful. It's glorious. I give you that. I give you that. <laughs> Let's see. Ak, what did you pick? Did you pick? Did you pick anything? I didn't pick anything yet. Uh, All right. I guess it's it's hard because if I say one, it, it doesn't mean I hate the other. But I probably go Marvel. Really? Marvel. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this. Even though I love DC characters like Batman, <clears throat> you know what? GL. Like I love other. You said you said as a whole, right? Yeah. As a whole. We're not just doing MCU or whatever it is. As, no, a whole, as a whole. You know what? I'm going with DC. I knew it. I knew it. You gonna let me. <laughs> I'm going with DC. I knew you was going to let me down, stupid. I'm going to be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not, look, it's it's like this. It's like, okay. If we talk about it as a whole, come on. Mm-hmm. You got Batman animated series. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like... Hmm? X-Men? Yeah, yeah. But see, watch this. After X-Men and Spider-Man, what has Marvel really got beyond them, beyond those 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 cartoons? What? And you can't, you can't you can't go back to the doodle 1990 Captain America. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's there's some there, there's some there's some flops that Marvel has done too. You know what I mean? They just been pretty successful now, but as far as like the animation style, like DC, yeah, like I gotta give it up to him. These, these animation styles a little too simple. If you're going based on like Batman the animated series and Superman, or it just seems too a little too simple for me. That's why, you know, you get more as far as you know art wise. Like you know, I draw a lot, so yeah. like art wise. But I, but I'll say this right now. But I, I don't hate Marvel. Like I love him to death. I really do. Oh, I, I listen to every episode. Spider Man is my, my favorite character. Who is Spider Man? I agree. I'm I'm not objected to that. I'm more my favorite superhero is Spawn. Ooh, Image Comics, you guys do. Yeah. I, res- I can respect that. Yeah, I actually okay. <clears throat> But at the time, I actually didn't like the 1997 movie. I like the film too. He uh, said he didn't like it at the time. 
You said he didn't? No, no I did. I did. I found well, I found I it on Blu-ray for like five bucks, and I'm like, you know what? Snatch. Right. Nah. Like, I prefer to see. I had fun with it. Yeah. What about the, the HBO? What about the HBO series? Loved it. Amazing, Loved it. right? Well, it was but what was crazy about it is I remember I was like twelve. I was like twelve when it was out on it was out on VHS, and my mom went to the video store because she knew I liked Spawn, but she didn't know nothing about it. <laughs> right. She rented it for me, for me and my for my me and my younger sisters, and we watched it, and we're just like, we shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So then I watched it again, you know, now that I'm grown and everything. And I'm, I'm going to be priced it. Good. Yeah, yo, it's crazy. At that time when it was on HBO, I used to sneak, man, for real. Sneak, sneak up the stairs, man, for real. Because I know my parents wasn't letting me watch that at that time. I had to be like, bro, 13, something like that. Yeah, and it didn't age, you know, in the animation, like, okay, watching it now, it didn't age well. No, it doesn't. It's still like that choppy, you know, it was that choppy 90s animation, but the story itself, yeah. And you know, when you got toward the end of it, I was so mad that it only lasted, like, as, as long as it did. Because yeah, I it wanted like, the conclusion. Yeah. I wanted the, like, what's what's going to happen next? Didn't Spawn yeah. even have a baby? You know, he was about to have a baby. And I'm like, and I'm just, we're just left angry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. All that. You know what? Since I've been enjoying you and Victor kind of go at it. <laughs> so, a couple months back, Vic released his what was it, top 100 films of the decade. Yep. And neither Infinity War or Endgame made the cut. Now, if you go back in our archive, Vic praised those movies so much to the point where he said he cried in the theater watching it. He got misty-eyed when we reviewed it on the show. <laughs> then when it came out on DVD again, he cried watching it again. But did not make the cut. Yeah. I think the top 100 didn't make it. No, I mean, there were, there were just... Uh... I mean, there were other films in which I had a strong, uh, you know, emotional reaction to. And, you know, taken as a whole, if, you, if you're looking at the last decade, you know, there were just a hundred more films that were just that much stronger, that much more interesting than Avengers Endgame. And that's not taking anything away from Avengers Endgame or Infinity War. Oh, no, you're taking a lot out of Endgame. But, yo, man, but it touched your emotions to the point it had you crying, like... Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's because like I, I mean, I, I followed these characters uh, throughout the entire MCU since two thousand and eight, and I watched right, all so the films. You're, so you're invested in these characters. Yeah. And then yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but I, but I'm just saying that like there were there if out of a hundred films, there were just a hundred more films that were just that much more interesting than Avengers Endgame, like, in terms of, like, you know, from a writing standpoint, acting, artistically, everything. I mean, okay, if... Let, let me know this. Let, let me know this. What was a 199 for you? 199? Uh, Wonder you, Woman. You what? Oh, 99? Oh, 99. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah. 99 was Wonder Woman? Yeah. What was 100? Uh, Swiss Army Man. 
Okay, I can't go wrong with that. Wait a minute. Interesting. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. The movie that ran out of money, that you could tell ran out of money with that Dude, final fight. With, 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 with the third act. I give, <laughs> <laughs> I give you that. Well, wait a minute. Yo, I, bro, I got it. And I actually like Wonder Woman. I Man, I really do. Yeah. I was okay to that final act. But how do you pick one? Wait a minute. Yes, you put Wonder Woman over Endgame. AK, where are you, bro? Wait a minute. Listen, like, yep. for I, Wonder Woman, uh, directed by Patty Jenkins, this was the this is the Wonder Woman film that you know I've I've always wanted to see for a few years. You know, um, Wonder Woman. I just felt like you know it. It just had it just for me. It just had Wonder Woman is a more interesting protagonist than any of the Avengers, to be honest. Um, her story is is more interesting um, than than Tony Stark. Um, about as interesting as Captain America, I'd say. Uh, but uh, definitely more interesting than Thor. Um, also, also, just I mean, Wonder Woman for me, it just was a, it it just was a. Just by 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 a slight by a slight edge, the more interesting story for me, just was. You like you like Greek mythology and stuff like that. You like that? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. That's why I have like, a. Big I, kind. I can I can see that. That that. Okay, I, I I look. Okay. Okay. Do you feel like out of the two Avenger the the, the Avenger films of Infinity War and Endgame, which film is better to you? Um. You know, I would I would say Endgame is the better one, but I actually view Infinity War and Endgame as just like one big film split into two. So I understand. that's what yeah. it was supposed to be. That, that's yeah. what's but yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I don't I don't know why I I just think like don't get me wrong, I I don't think Endgame is a bad film at all. Right. I love that. I will defend and I will defend Endgame to. But I so, think so. He mean so you mean to tell me that Aris, who just turned out to be some dude who looks like Nigel Thornberry? <laughs> oh, you mean Aries? He's, I said <laughs> Nigel Thornberry. Shout <laughs> out to Aries, by the way. Happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I will, I will say like, I mean, Thanos clearly is a better villain than Ares, because um, you know Th- Thanos, Thanos had like a strong motivation. He had an eleven year plan. Yeah. And he worked it to, per- to perfection, like seriously. Yeah. Oh, he certainly did. Hold on, damn! I done lost my. <laughs> did you cheer? Okay. Okay, Stu. Did you cheer? For Ares in Wonder Woman? Nah, I wouldn't even have thought. Did you cheer for Thanos? Nah, but you know what? I didn't cheer for Thanos either, but Thanos shocked me. He, look, this is the first time we ever saw a villain come out on top and leave the, the heroes, like, decimated. Like, it was done. It was finished. Like, Yo, they was really defeated, and they, he actually came out on top and won. He was at the at the crib making some 
some some soup, you know what I mean? Just chilling. Like, yo, he did his work. He hung up his jersey, you know what I mean? Like, he's just enjoying a good life. And you still left that theater with joy, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. Because, like, I'm a huge fan of Marvel Comics, period. And to see all those, to see a mash of all those characters, like, I think the greatest time we ever had something like that was, like, was it Spider-Man in the 90s, the cartoon? But like they all got together, it was like some of the X Men, it was like the Fantastic Four, and right. Yo, this is the first time on the on the screen in such a like a thematic way that we saw everybody come together, and it was like, yo, this is everything I've always wanted as a kid, man. Done yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of curious what they're gonna do now, but. It's so, I mean, and that's, the, and that's the thing I love about it because there's so many things that they could do, especially now that Disney acquired all those um, properties. Yeah, abso- absolutely. You got, the Etern- you got the Eternals coming out. Yeah. And the Eternals is actually the ones who are actually introduced. The, the X-Men. <laughs> yeah, the Mutants, right. Dude, I would love to see I would love to see I would love to see like a House of M story though, man. Oh my God! Especially because you. Oh man. Angry. We only got a taste. Yeah, that's a true. A taste of how powerful Scarlet Witch can be. Yeah. To the point where, like, he had, she had Thanos panicking. Yeah. Where house at house at end, she's just destroying everything. You should have said it's. Oh man. Yeah. So. They that... can do that. They can bring in. They can bring in the Fantastic Books. Remember, Stark Tower was up. If you notice in um, Far From Home, when Spider-Man's swimming through the uh, swinging through the city, you actually see Stark Tower. Yeah, yeah, that's Stark true. Stark Tower is actually up for sale. Yeah, that could be the Baxter Building. The Baxter Building. Boom. There you go. They or can you bring, can. They can bring in the Fantastic Four and bring in Doctor Doom. Bring in yeah. a powerful villain like Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what they're gonna do, man. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Million things yeah. they can do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do hope that uh, that Disney Marvel does something interesting with X Men. You know, with the with the films moving forward. Um, yeah. Cause like, I, I I don't know. Like on on the one hand, like you, if you look at if you look at like the MCU's like visual style, for example, like it's just like very like serviceable. Like there's nothing like really dynamic that really that, that really pops or anything visually. Um, that's that's which which is why I say like DC has the edge in terms of like their films like from a visual standpoint, cinematography. Um, but I, I do hope that that the X Men films for at least under D, under Disney and Marvel they t- do they do take some risks um, and do, and then, and they don't just give us like oh Avengers but with mutants. You know what I mean? Yeah, that kind of that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, and, and I think it can still work. I mean, it'll still work. I think we'll still get something good just because of the simple fact that all right, we're getting mutants now. We're getting these brand new characters that were already popular that we couldn't use before, and that was just basically disrespected by Fox, except for with the exception of Deadpool. Facts. <laughs> that's the facts. That's facts. And now, in these comic, we're going to be getting these characters that are done right. With Eternals bringing in the X Men, we can actually get Apocalypse that doesn't look like a blue eyed <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. And 
Uh, also, really quick, I just wanted to shout out the, everyone in the comments here. Uh, shout outs oh, to uh, John Haponic, friend of the show. Um, also, Shanae Wells uh, and Gary Threat, just chiming in. Uh, Husky. Yep. Speaking of Shanae Wells, she. Oh, Husky! <laughs> Uh, Shanae asks, uh, what about Morbius, uh, Jared Leto's uh, uh, character? I'm curious, especially with it, if you see, did you see the trailer of it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I saw that. With them actually bringing in Michael Keaton as his vulture character, mm-hmm. that gray, you know, that gray area between, you know, the Sony universe and the, um, and the MCU. That got me curious. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, what's that? What's that comic? Uh, what is it called? Sons of... Man, what is it? I'm just curious. Like, if they're going to go that route, will they introduce, like, will Morbius be a part of that team? It was like... Six? Say it again? Six? No, um... What's it called? It's like Doctor Strange, Blade, Morbius. Oh. Oh, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't like that. They're 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 a, they're a particular team. Mm. Is it like the? You know? Yeah. Like the Sorcerer Supreme or something like that? Like I don't know. Nah, it's right now. But yeah, per- personally, like I feel like. I always say that Jared Leto got a pretty bad rap yeah. for like Joker. Like he's a good actor, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he just didn't give us anything because they cut a lot of his stuff out of the thing. Yeah. I always felt like Suicide Squad would have been so much more successful if you would have made him the villain. Oh yeah. Instead of trying to make Enchantress the villain. You know, where she was pop-locking and driving. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, she would have been a, a better character and would have been a greater a greater film. So, oh, yeah. from that aspect, you know, like, everybody does... I don't know why, but I feel like actors always do better their second time around. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like Ben Affleck as, as, as Daredevil, but I love him as Batman. Like, they like it, dude. You ain't like him as Batman? And come rock with. I thought he was a good Bruce Wayne, but for Batman, I just wasn't convinced. You wasn't convinced. Why? Was because he was? Was it because he was killing people? No, I had no problem with that. Oh. But it was just like I don't know. I just couldn't. I don't know. He didn't connect with. Me. He okay, didn't connect I'll say with this. I, I'll I'll say him being the Batman in Batman v Superman. I I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Then when they went to like Justice League. And he was like cracking jokes. I didn't really care for that, but I did. I did enjoy Batfleck in, in Batman v Superman. I don't know. Batfleck just he, he just couldn't do it. I don't know. Couldn't just couldn't do it for me. Really? Could not. I just could not connect him. I just could not connect him. Interesting. But like, even then, you know, you mentioned Justice League. You know, well, yeah, BVS hated it. What's this? I didn't, I didn't like BVS, but I, but I did like the Ultimate Cut. It's like I enjoyed the Ultimate Cut. I did. Like the Ultimate Cut yes. of BVS, did did it make the story more comprehensible? Because the original cut was just like. No, yeah. it it actually does fill in a, all the holes that 
the original theatrical cut left out. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I, I'll give it a shot. Because I mean, oh, you never seen it? No, I've seen BBS, but just not the uh, ultimate. The ultimate. All right, watch this. Do me this. Do me this silent, man. Watch the ultimate cut and let me know what you think. Well, I will do. I will do that because BBS was so bad. I, I watched it in the theaters. Mm. I was so mad that I went home. And watched an episode of Agents of Shield as like a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I went to the movie. Me, AK, Husky went like we went like fifteen deep. And I was in that movie theater, and I just was like so depressed when I walked up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this. They had the opportunity to, to just be like awesome, like yeah. you know, and they had the heavy hitters. You know what I mean, like. You got Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. How do you mess this up? Yeah, and, and literally, to me, it was just like, and I and I said this when we reviewed it, it was like I'm scrolling through Instagram, and I'm only following three people, which was Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, with an occasional sponsored ad <laughs> by Lex Luthor. <laughs> Oh yeah, like when the when the uh, when Lex Luthor no when yeah when the, when the the rest of the Justice League Aquaman Flash the Cyborg they were introduced by like uh, email oh, attachments by right, email attachments but, but yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that I yeah. I would definitely give you that part but like that's la- that, to me that's lazy that's just lazy writing it it is lazy writing but you know what watch the ultimate the ultimate edition really fills some holes like there's a scene when I watched it in the movie theater. Remember when the, the courthouse just blows up? Yeah. And, and Superman's standing there, and then he just, like, leaves? And I'm like, wait a minute. Superman, would never, he would have never done that. He Like, he just left everybody? Like, he just, all right, bye. I'll see y'all later. Like, there are scenes that they cut out in the film where he's actually helping other able bodies from the building, and he's doing other things. You know what I mean? He didn't just leave and say, all right, man, see y'all later. Like the film, I think they leave out about thirty minutes of extra footage. That's all. The movie's already long enough as it is. Yeah, and the the thirty, but the thirty minutes helps so much because you see the plot, even that Lex Luthor has, yeah. that's a little bit different, which makes me like I ain't gonna lie. When I bought the DVD, dude, I watched the Ultimate Edition. And the theatrical cut, I threw in the trash. Like I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm never watching this again. Oh wow! I did, but I did enjoy the warehouse scene. Like the warehouse yeah. scene where he's, you know, going to go save Martha. You know, like Batman is, he's getting it in. You know, like that's. Yeah, yeah, that scene reminded me of like Batman in the Arkham Asylum games. Uh, that's exactly where it came from, actually. Yeah. 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 Yo, dude, I'll take it, man. Like, I, I enjoyed and, it. And, 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 and Doomsday was hideous. Oh, what was hideous? Uh, Doomsday. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, he was. You know, and he was mindless. He was, you know, he's, I don't know, they kind of made him like a, the 1997 Bane from like Batman and Robin. <laughs> it's just like, he's just like this. He had the know. mind of Bane from yeah, 97. He did. Mm-hmm. Branson. But he looked like a Michael Bay Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he did look like a great Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he did. And 
and and also and also too um you know i i, I gotta say like um like ben affleck he did the best with what he was given i think with with way better material and with zack snyder not uh directing he would have had a good batman he would have had a really good batman but you know the material kind of sunk him um also too uh oh real quick just want to give another shout out to one of our commenters greg stewart is in the chat uh greg hey. says Yep. Uh, Greg says that Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns. Midnight, is, is it, Midnight Suns. Thank yeah, you. That's the name of the Doctor Strange Morbius team up. Yeah. Um, oh. um, also, I will say, uh, speaking of Batman, I am looking forward to seeing Robert Pattinson's Batman trilogy. Wait, that's that's going to be gonna dope. <laughs> that's going to be dope. Yep. From the look on your yep. face, Chris, uh, you are not. Look, okay. I'll... <laughs> All right. Look, there was just a report recently. Where he just he can't bulk up, but see, I'm not really worried about him bulking up because they can always CGI that or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to give anybody a try. You know what I mean? Because some people didn't care for him. You know, Ben Affleck. They didn't want that. Some people mm-hmm. didn't want Michael Keaton. Like it's always this little revolving door that they have with the Batmans and the Jokers. Nobody wanted Heath Ledger because they saw Brokeback Mountain. There's no way I do. And he, he did a great performance. Yes, he did. You know, so, so it's like, I'm willing to see him, but I just want to see a Batman that, like, can fight and do detective work at the same time. Mm. That, that That's what I really want. Because, like, it's either we get a Batman who does detective work, but he can barely throw a punch or he can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Or then the, the the people around him are much better and skilled fighters than he is, you know. Yeah. Like, and when you look at comics, you see he's what over two hundred forms of martial arts and this type of thing, and we never yeah. really get a chance to see that side. Mm. Or we'll see him fighting, but then his detective work only exists where he's looking at a screen and he's just making up some stuff on top of his head. So I really like to see all of the pieces of the puzzle of Batman mm. put together and put on the screen. Yeah. Okay, but when you said bulk up, you make you you know he can't bulk up, but then he's like, oh, you just said, oh, you can use CGI. Remember the last time DC did that on a body part? <laughs> oh yeah, Justice League with uh, Henry Cavill's mustache. <laughs> oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> I stand corrected. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You're I mean, right. You're right. I mean, I mean, I, I will, I will say that uh, uh, Robert Pattinson is definitely one of the most interesting actors uh, working oh, right now. Absolutely. And, and like, um, if and for for those who are still skeptical, um, I recommend watching Good Time. Um, that was that was intense. Uh, some of the directors of uh, Uncut Gems with uh, Adam Sandler. Um, the Lighthouse, the one he did with Willem Dafoe, that was weird and and creepy. Um, there was another one he did too. Uh, he did one called um, The Rover, which is with uh, Guy Pierce. It's like a post-apocalyptic uh, Australian film. That was really good. Like, yo, like Robert Pattinson has been killing it, and you know, yo, he's he's gonna be a damn good Batman. And yeah, j- just y'all wait. Don't what, sleep. What kills me, and I've I've said the, I've said this on our show before, is like. He just has that baby face. Like, you know, Batman just looks, he doesn't look like an adult. Like, Robert Pattinson still looks like he's 12. 
What? I mean, Robert Pattinson, he's, he's got that perfect jawline for the Batman mask. Oh, yes, he no. does. His jaw... Oh, here's the thing. Listen, listen, Robert Pattinson's jawline game, though. But this is how, this is how it works. Pattinson's jawline Isn't the Batman going to be after, like, the, the long Halloween or whatever it is? Is it going to be like his, like, he's going to be just starting out as Batman in this film? Um, from what I understand, it's gonna be like in in his early years, so it's gonna be more. It's gonna take more of like a detective bent uh, yeah, with the we'll character. See. I can't yeah. wait. I'm looking forward to it. If it's yeah. early years, then yeah. Whereas like Justice League, you know, with Justice League with Ben Affleck, supposed to be Batman, and um, in his like much more later years. Now, if you was telling me Robert Pattinson's gonna do Batman Beyond, I'm mm. all for it. I mean, yeah. If if he does Batman Beyond, would you bring back Michael Keaton as old Batman? Mm. Absolutely, and it is not even it's absolutely right up for discussion. Right? Yeah, yeah, I get that. That would be really cool. I will give him a pass. It'd be be amazing, right? Yeah, I will give him a pass to leave my beloved MCU to do that. Yeah, that that would be really cool if Michael Keaton came back as old Bruce Wayne in a Batman Beyond film. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I pay to see that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Any, what, what else you got? Uh, what else y'all fellas got? Uh, Carl, uh, Chris, Aaron, who's MIA at the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't know where, where my where my man went. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What y'all playing? What y'all playing now? What am I playing? Okay, um, I played God of War over, mm. and I enjoyed that. Enjoyed God uh, of War. I, I love this. Amazing, amazing game, man. Um, kind of switching between the Switch and the PS4. You know, right now PS4, the only thing I'm really playing is 2K. I'm not really playing too much of anything else on it right now. <laughs> I listened to the last episode. Yo, man, everybody wants one of that. He always want to dog me out, man. My my AI is like he he's like a ninety eight right now. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get him up to a ninety nine, and then I'm done with it. You know, but you know what you gonna do? You know what game I really want to play, or I want to want to get? I just haven't had time to get to the stores, of course. But like, I want to play Neo too. Like I enjoyed the first one. You ever played Neo? Man, I have. Yeah. Game is off the hook, man. Like I I love it. It has that. That Dark Souls, that the Bloodborne feel, yeah. you know, um, dude, it's, it's it's a really good game, you know. Yeah, yeah, Neo, yeah, Neo was really Neo was really good. Neo's, like I still Neo's off the hook. Yeah, yeah, it's very challenging. I still haven't finished it though. Did you really? Really? Look, yeah. look I, I finished it, and then the other challenges I had, and I have to go back and finish the other challenges. I beat the original game, but mm-hmm. all the added DLC. Man, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging game. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, what you playing, Vic? Oh man, uh, right now I'm playing um, this uh, this interesting game called Vampire, uh, spelled with a Y. Um, that game came out um, two years ago, and I'm playing that for the PS4, it's really interesting. Like it takes place during the um, during the uh, the the flu pandemic of like the 18, 1918 uh, to like 1920. So it takes place just after World War One. And you play as this doctor, uh, Doctor Jonathan Reed, and you're and you're going through like um, 1918 London, 
and there's like a huge plague going on and there's vampires everywhere and uh the main character uh dr reed like he's he's become a vampire like he's been bitten and you're trying to figure out like who's who did it and the whole game like every 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 non-playable character you come across every npc they all have their own individual stories so like you can actually like talk to them and you know get more information on them and see how they're connected with other people but the game is like if you if you kill one of them then it'll affect the whole story for like for better or worse and you have to balance out um either uh killing just enough people so you can actually stay strong enough to fight the enemies or you can try to be on the try to try to save as many lives as you can because you're a doctor but you're also going to face tougher enemies and you may not be strong enough to fight them but at the same time you still got to make sure that you know you can you have to get rid of this pandemic and these vampires it's like a really interesting story and like the atmosphere is dark that sounds pretty cool actually that's yeah very cha- yeah yeah that's very challenging because like i i don't need i'll probably just get into a mood where i'm like all right i just feel like kaylin but then you gotta like just <laughs> stop yourself and be like all right i need to actually save these people yeah. just so you know like you said so you can be you know strong enough Yep. You know, be strong enough to deal with the, you know, deal with the enemies, but then still, say, you know, save a good amount of people. So it's like, that whole pick and choosing now just mess with my conscience a little too much. Yeah, and and also what makes it harder too is that, um, like, you you gain you gain more experience, uh, when you uncover more clues about a about a particular person. So like one person, once you uncovered all the clues for one person, they may give you like like thousands of points of experience but if you kill that person you become stronger but it might make the story way worse for everyone involved in the long run so it's like it's like risk and reward it's it's really it's really deep and i'm gonna check that out yeah it's uh called vampire um and it's current i think it's still on sale up until the 20th i think it might be well it was on sale actually it was like 15 bucks but i think you can get it for like 30 20 30 bucks it's worth yeah, it's it, just, it's, it's, it says it's uh you can get it for twenty bucks right now. So oh nice yeah. I'm gonna definitely check it out. Oh, you just looked it up right then. <laughs> I did, I did. He, he got me intrigued. I don't know what it is. It must be his voice or something. Man. But he like <laughs> he, he he sucks you right in, and I'm like, okay, here I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna go get it. Yeah. Damn it, get yourself Streets of Rage four while you at it, bro. I, oh my god, I haven't had the chance to get it, man. But it looks amazing, dude. Oh my God! It brings back so many good memories for me, dude. And you know what? And it's the exact same game that you knew and loved from Sega. Sweet. That's pretty different. Sweet. Like the animation is amazing. Yeah. It's just like, and it keeps you playing because you're actually like unlocking characters. Like yeah. the more experience, you know, the more times you beat the game, you gain experience points, and then that's when you unlock characters. I already get locked like. Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage One, Axel, Streets of Rage, um, Adam, from Skate, Skate. Really? Gotta unlock you. You unlock them later on. The more experience points you, you get, the more characters you unlock. I unlock Max from Streets of Rage Two. Oh, that's you pretty sweet. In the game, because it picks up the the story picks up ten years after the events of Part Three. Doctor X is dead, and his kids are taking over. The Y Twins. Mm-hmm. So trying to like you know control the minds of every you know of the whole entire city. They, they control the minds of the police, so the police are against you. They're like with you, but then they're against you as well. Mm-hmm. So then you gotta like throughout the story, you gotta fight. You're fighting the police, but then you end up you know taking their sides and all that. 
but yeah, like Adam, Adam comes back. Mm. Um, Adam's daughter is actually a playable character. Oh man, that's sweet. Yeah. But yeah, you do get skate back. You do get skate skate. skate you do unlock them. You know, the question I got is, uh, did you guys start with Streets of Rage right from the beginning? Like, were you guys hip to, like, all of the Streets of Rage? I definitely was. Yo, who remembers the very first Streets of Rage when you get to the end? And that video game, makes it makes you make a choice. Like, it's either you can fight the boss or you can fight your partner. Partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can even make the choice or whatever. And it's either you... <laughs> Was gonna be with Mr. X, or he's gonna try to take Mr. X down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we decided well because I always played it with my cousin Joe, so I said, and we always made sure that we just we was like, no, we made it this far, we taking your ass down. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't even know how the other move go, like how the other one story ends. So I was like, whenever we played it, whenever we made it that far, we was like, yeah, we're taking them out. Yeah. I think I did it once for like the Game Gear, and I just chose okay, I'm gonna go with Mr. X, and you literally gotta fight. You gotta fight your partner and kill him, or whatever yeah. it is, and then you guys take over the city together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part three was the worst because the simple fact that in order to get the real story, you had to beat it on hard. Hard, yeah, man. Yeah, I remember that. So you would play it like easy and normal. You would be like, all right, thanks for playing. Try to beat it on, the net, on a harder level. I'm like, yeah, asshole. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Ninja Turtles 4 was like that too. Turtles in Time? Turtles in Time, you had to do that. Like, you had to, in order to get the, the, the ending, you had to play it on hard, man. Yeah. I'm, this is one thing I'm really mad about with Turtles in Time, though, because they re released it for PS3. Yeah, yeah, they did. And it doesn't fall over. It doesn't come, you know, convert no, over to PS4. No way, man. And it's just like, come on, man. Mm. That hurt my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the HD, yeah, the HD remix. That's what it was. So, yeah. But, man, where's AK? <laughs> I don't know, man. He, they fall into a vortex, another dimension. What's, what's going on, man? Barry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, I, I feel you, bro. Trust me. Yeah, man. Yeah, hey, responsibilities, man. You can't can't avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. You got something? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I was I was gonna ask. Um, since uh, since since y'all here, and and this and this is like a, a never ending debate between Carl and myself, but uh, um, but but I got but I gotta ask, um. What do you think is the better Eddie Murphy movie, Coming to America or Harlem Nights? I answer that one for you. Whoa. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm asking Chris. I'm asking Chris. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, because I got to defend. I feel like I got to defend myself again. Wow, I can't. Um, dang, you come with the tough questions. Like that's, man, you can't go wrong with. Either one of those films, like, okay, let's see. There's only one correct answer. <sighs> Choose wisely. See, I don't even like being in a spot like this. <laughs> AK ain't here to back me up. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yep. 
You know what? You know what I feel like doing, fellas. What's that? I remember, you know, when you was losing in that video game. You know, like a Sega Genesis, a Super Nintendo, and all of a sudden the game broke. I just want to hit the button right now, not even have to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm gonna go with. All right, I'm going Harlem Knights. Whoa! I'm going Harlem Knights. May I ask why? Why? Um. Okay. And that's like I said, you can't go wrong with either film, man. Like they're both hilarious. Okay. Um Can I just say that I'm all for these Victor versus Stuber debates? Well, Are you? <laughs> I mean I, I, I'm all for it. And I see him back out of the chair like twenty feet when I said <laughs> that. You know what I mean? Like, all right, it's like this. Yeah. Okay. Um, Arsenio Hall, you got Red Fox, you got Richard Pryor, you got Eddie Murphy. I mean, you got a cast of comedians all in one film getting it in. Now, I say this right now. In Coming to America, you see more of Eddie Murphy's range as an as a comedian, as an actor. You know what I'm saying he's doing different characters from the preacher, you know what I'm saying, to mm -hmm. uh, you know, the sexual chocolate to yeah. you know, um being at the Princess of Munda to the dudes in the barbershop to the uh, you know, I mean like you get more range of who he is. Oh yeah. But um the reason I pick Harlem Knights is because that's one of the very first films that you get some of the pioneers of comedy all in one all in one setting. You know what I mean? And because of that, that's why I pick her. But I can't I'm not gonna sit back and act like that hurt me. Like, it hurt to me that it, it did, man. Cause you, know, you can't go wrong with either or. As I say, you back me into a corner. I just want to press the reset button and just like, all right man, I see y'all later. Click. Well, um, well, I, I will. Well, two things. Well, first, uh, uh, Shanae Wells in the chat says neither because uh, she doesn't care for Eddie Murphy. Um, but uh, I, I will say that uh, coming to America is the only correct answer uh, because uh, coming to America has something that Harlem Knights doesn't, which is uh, entertainment value. It's actually funny. Nice. It's. Uh, Wait, whoa, 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 what? Hey, K, where are you? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> because, because, like, well, well, while you, while you are correct, and that Har Harlemites has that assembly of, of of great legends like Red Fox, Della Reese, you know, and, and Richard Pryor. The fact is, is that it, it's on the service of a really bad, unfunny, unfunny movie, man. It it just it it does, nothing nothing in the film works, and and the reason why is because Eddie Murphy directed it. Eddie Murphy, great performer, he's a hilarious comedian, but a director he's not. And the the whole movie like it it, it, it felt like an excuse for Eddie Murphy to bring all those lessons together so that he can like riff riff with them, and and the movie just didn't work. It it I, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that line. I'll, I'll take that part, but you didn't think it was funny. You didn't think the film was funny. I mean, that film was hilarious. Yeah, like, like the whole anyway. like, 
like like the whole like our our city hall like his his whole things like quick quick like, yeah, like, like yo that's hilarious it was <laughs> it was way over the, like that was that was a joke that was stretched way too thin and it was like it, it, he was, and he, the little dude, the dude with the little the little dude with the little dude what about all right what about red fox with the glasses that was like this thick the coke uh, um, it 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 didn't do it for me. I, right, I don't what about? I right, what about? What about? Um, I right, what about? Um, what was her name? Delarice. No, not Delarice. I I ain't even talking about that fight. I'm talking about the joint where, uh, the cop or he get he gets sprung. Call his wife on the phone. He like yo. All right, take it easy. Because because he sprung. I mean like. Yo, there are some hilarious things in that film, dude. I I mean, like on on paper, like I, I'll I'll give you this, like on paper, it should have been hilarious. It should have been a classic. But yo, like Harlem is on that same level as The Wiz. It doesn't hold up. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh, what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Wiz. You don't like The Wiz now? Listen. I listen. When I was a kid, I loved The Wiz, but then what, watching it, watching it now, like the movie is painful to watch, man. That doesn't hold up, dude. Like, like, like it, it, it's got the same problem as Harlem Nights in that it's got it's got a a great assembly of of legends, but The Wiz, like, it's way too long. It's two hours and fifteen minutes. It didn't need to be that long. And two for a musical, like. It, it 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 just it just felt boring to watch. Like it felt like it felt like I was just sitting there like. You got Michael Jackson in there. Yeah, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross. Like yeah, yeah, Michael Jackson. You can tell he had he was like he was like the, the like the best thing in, in the film. He's like black Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, like young Michael Jack, young black Michael Jackson. Like he was the he was the best element in the film, but oh, like, oh but like, it, like first of all, first of all, the the Wiz. They were, they were. They were. I get you that. Like the Wiz, it. It does not stack up to to the classic Wizard of Oz. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. It tries, it doesn't. The Wiz, it, it's it's a movie that it, it it desperately needs a remake, and I think that a remake done right could be way better than what we have from the, the from Wiz. 1978. The Wiz. Yeah. A remake of the Wiz. Yes. They're, 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 you know they did that. Not movie film, but they did that, and I didn't care for it. It was kind of. It was like a yeah. yeah. It was like a Broadway. Version. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like. Yeah, Neo was like the Tin Man or something like that. It was, it was alright. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was like for TV. Yeah, yeah, it was like a made-for-TV thing, I believe. Uh, yeah. But like, if you made it like a, like an actual film, like you can actually make the Wiz like remake it, make it even better than what we had. Because like the Wiz should have been better, but like visually, it's just boring. Um, but it's seventy-eight. Yeah, but uh, but also too like the the choice of director, like it just didn't just didn't really click. Um, also, like, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm sorry, but like, but yeah, the, 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 I can't believe you just put Hollow Knights up there with with the Wiz, though. Like, I yeah, I mean, I mean, the, those are two films that have that have something in common, you know, like they have like legendary casts that you should like on paper, but when you watch it now, it's like, man, this this doesn't work, man. This this okay. uh, this this doesn't hold up one. now. I got one for y'all. I got one for y'all. Boom. Delirious. Delirious? Hilarious. First Raw. Oh. I'm gonna go with Raw. 
Um, I mean, uh, disclaimer though, as as we all know, there is no way in hell you can have Eddie Murphy or any comedian could do those stand-ups today at all. But, oh, no, not at all. Oh, no. but when you judge it in the context of its time, uh, I'm gonna go with Raw. Raw, I thought, Raw, I thought was was the slightly better show. The Siren. Oh my God. Let's not go there. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go into the context of the show. I'm just gonna say the Siren. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go with Raw. I'll go with Raw too. Yeah. You know what it is? The best possible of um of full stand-up specials for me was when he impersonated his father. Yeah. And telling the story at the cookout stood out to me better than the story that he told in Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, abs- absolutely, it did. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, oh, here, here, here's, here's one. Um, uh, this or that. Uh, and, and this, and we've had this like in two, two other episodes of the podcast. Um, this one, this one's a tough one. And again, there's only one correct answer. Better Michael Jackson album. Oh, Jesus. Off the wall or Thriller. Man. Both classics, but there's only one correct answer. Off the wall, has some singles. Oh, so yeah. the thriller. Oh yeah. Can I? Can I? I wish I could phone a friend. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, something to think about. Um, I, I, I know Carl has his answer. I have my answer, but there's only one right answer. Oh, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. Off the wall or thriller? We have some people in the comments. Uh, Shanae Wells says this is a tough one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a fellow DJ, so she struggles with that one, too. Yeah. Uh, Matt Stewart says thriller. This dude. <laughs> this dude said thriller. Ask him why. You should ask him why. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. If uh, Oh, Shanae says off the wall. Okay. So we have Yo, two. You know what? <sighs> Ah, dude, you just brought me on this show. I was supposed to be chilling. Like, oh my god. Oh, you know what? Can I can I get a chance to look at the the, the list real quick? Oh, oh, absolutely, by all means, by all means. Let me let me see this real quick. Yeah, but yeah, you can feel 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 free to pull up the track list. Um, like I said, we have a, a two people in the comments. Uh, Matt Stewart says Thriller. Shanae Wells says Off the Wall. Uh. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Thriller. Thriller, that's my that's my pick. Taking nothing away from Off the Wall, but Thriller, for for me, for while, while you're looking it up, Off the Wall built. Okay, yeah, Off the Wall is like a, a really tasty appetizer. Okay, it's 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 so good, but Thriller, that's the main course. That's like you got the, you got the grilled salmon. You got you you got the mac and cheese on deck. You got. <laughs> Yeah, you, uh, you got off the wall for me though. Off the wall song, like as a DJ, off the wall songs do it, but they do it better. They turn the party out better than Thriller, Thriller yeah. Cuts. Really? Yeah, they do. They do better. Five. You know what? Okay, looking at this joint. Yo, you know what? I'm gonna go with Matt. Yeah, I'm I'm going Thriller. Thriller. All right, my yo. man. And off the walls, off the hook, but like it is. 
PYT, Human Nature, Billy Jean, Beat It, Thriller, The Girl Is Mine, Wanna Be Starting, yo, bro, now I'm going with Thriller. I, I, I got to go with Thriller. And I, and I respect it. I, I do respect it. Just honestly, like when I when I play when I play at parties, off the wall. But, but more music you can play at a party is right. definitely man off the wall. It's yeah. most definitely off the wall. Let me ask y'all a question. I, I'm, okay, I'm go ahead, go ahead. Hit us. <laughs> I got a, I got a question, man. Um, uh, all right, as a Marvel film, right? Mm-hmm. What did you think of Black Panther? Loved it. Loved it. Really? Yeah. Loved it. Killmonger was the second best. Killmonger is the second best villain in the MCU. I can't. I can't say that. Yeah. yeah what, what, what did you think of Black Panther? Uh, <laughs> what did I think of it? Yeah. I'm curious. Um, it grew on me over time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Killmonger is is absolutely amazing in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, a part of me is just comparing apples to oranges because, of course, you always know when you read comics, comics don't always translate to films, you know. So, yeah, I think that, and when I go back and I look at Civil War, and I see Black Panther's introduction to the MCU, mm-hmm. he's this dude's he's on one, like. He's he really got it going on. Mm-hmm. Then I see when he get he he gets to the film, he's more political. There's more of the the king dialogue and aspect. But it left a lot to be desired for me. Mm. As a as a character as a character, it did. Okay. Um, yeah, his technology and his suits were, were great. You see what I'm saying? But I think if we didn't get such a great introduction from Civil War, mm-hmm. I think my expectations wouldn't have continued to be on, like, up here. Yeah. But then, but let me ask this. If he didn't get that introduction that he got in Civil War, would you have wanted to see him to see his solo movie? Watch this. Anything the MCU does, I want to see. Pretty much, okay. Any, any, anything that MCU does. Like, here's the thing: there are some films that me and AK talk about, and they really. There's some films he he'll say, "No, that that movie is just pure trash." But here's the thing: but when you look at films. Everything the MCU does, they got little integral things that go lead somewhere else later on. Correct. And those, and those are things that I appreciate out of the films. They they may not be the best films, but when I look at little things that are integral, like, okay, we are know when you look at Iron Man 3 and they do the switcheroo with the Mandarin, and you're just like, who the heck is this? Like, where did he come from? Right, you know, but of course they had to retcon it because we literally like wanted to kill them as fans. Yeah. So, um, I didn't like all of the 
there's a part of me that really didn't enjoy so much of the CGI in Black Panther either. Yeah, like, that's fair. Toward the the end, the the battle, the fight scene, it was so it was a mash of CGI to the point where I was like, okay, I would like to see more. The storyline, the the characters that were being developed, I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, and Black Panther, right? Yeah, him him trying to be, you know, have a have it to learn how to be that political figure to be it, the king. I enjoyed that those aspects. The stuff going on with Killmonger and his backstory, I, I loved it. But um, as the Black Panther, he wasn't as menacing. I mean, we see him go at, he, he'll fight Bucky or anybody in Civil War. He didn't care. Yeah. You know? And now you get to this, and he can barely fight anybody. And it's just like, okay, what happened to this? What happened to this dude? Hmm. Because the Killmonger stole the show. He did. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll give you that. I will give you that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's what it was. Have you actually read um his his solo run? Um, no, not really. Yeah. Oh yeah. It actually um it leads up to when he arrives in Wakanda. So it shows like his MIT, you know, his MIT background and stuff. I actually recommend you read that and read that. It's like a little five-part mini-series. Like you can probably get it free anywhere. Yeah. Like but, um, I, I read the. It's like the the prelude um, before the Black Panther thing that was for you know T'Challa. Right. Know? Um, and it even goes back to him being. He was Black Panther. You know, probably since Tony Stark announces that he's, you know, Iron Man on the TV. So he's been doing little things for his father behind the scenes for quite some time. You know, um, even to the point where in the very beginning, his father sends Okoye to spy out on, on you know, on, you know, to child to see what he's doing. Those are the little nuances and the little things that I really enjoy. You know, and I wish they would bring some more of those things to the film to bring it full circle, you know, but I like the character as a whole. I just like, I would like to see more. Yeah, yeah. I think we may be getting more. I'm just curious because we know they announced uh, Black Panther 2 yeah. for 2022 or 2023, whenever, you know, mm-hmm. things, you know, life gets back to normal. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious of who's going to be the villain. Yeah, it's kind of a I actually that's, see it as that's how they plan on like introducing Doctor Doom. Because mm. Doom and Black Panther have beef. Uh, I've heard some things about Namor too. Yeah, but I don't know how true that is. They, yeah. it's, it, they Easter egg from game from Endgame. From Endgame with the with the the uh, the earthquake underwater. Yeah, yeah. And the you said like we handle it by not handling it. Yeah, and and also too, I uh, just want to. I'll uh, take a look at the comments here real quick. Um, as far as Black Panther goes, um, Shanae Wells says that it was I. Um, that, that's how I feel. Yep. Um, let's see. Also, Brian Carl is in the chat. Uh, uh, Brian Carl says, uh, uh, is Killmonger a villain, though? Just saying. Also says that uh, Black Panther was better in Civil War than in the actual movie. X, he was. I agree. He really was. Well, that's that's a take. 
Um, yeah, he was a side character. He was a side character that stole the show. Him and Spider Man. Yeah, but he was he was he was just better. Like I don't know what it was about it, but I'm like, okay, I'd like to. Are we gonna get the same Black Panther? But you know, some of that I think is our fault because sometimes we just like we have expectations for characters and people, and once we see something, we expect it to be that way. You gotta realize it's gonna be new directors, new stories. I get it, mm. but I'd like to see more of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I definitely um, uh, enjoyed the film. Um, I, I thought for me, for me, it's I would say it's like arguably like my favorite of the MCU films, right next to Endgame. Like they're kind of neck and neck. Um, okay. and wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Oh, here we go. Yes. Wait, you said this. You said your favorite. Yeah, in the MCU, Black Panther. Oh yeah, for sure. Out yeah. of what number? Uh, let me see. Black Panther is number one. Endgame's number two. Yeah. Really? Yeah, cause like, cause like, cause cause Black Panther had all those all those uh theme thematic layers that that. That went beyond your average MCU film. Like how long? How long we've been on here? We, we've been on here for like hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, I mean, how do you how do you do this? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, no, no, like, 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 like everything you said that I mean, all, all, like, all, all of your uh, critiques I, about Black I, Panther is valid. It's absolutely I, valid. I get it, but I'm kind of see you just segue to some. Wait a minute, how? That's your that's your number one film out of all the MCU films. Oh yeah. Hey, my niece popcorn. Oh yeah, because like, because I'll tell you why. Because like, uh, what 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 Black Pan- Black Panther for me it it goes it goes above and beyond what an MCU film. It goes above and beyond what is required of an MCU film. Like it, it actually managed to explore some really deep. Uh, themes like for example like the whole notion of like you have Wakanda like this this African nation which has shielded itself from slavery but yet it prides itself on being like you know isolationist and and, like the exception but yet like it had all these resources to help out like say like you know African Americans and like other people other black people black folk around the world but it chose not to and that's how you had like Killmonger's father saying that yo you know we can use our technology to help help people and then and then to talk to Taka uh, uh, T'Challa's father's like nah, and so and so that kind of that kind of um, fed into Killmonger's motivations because Killmonger, I say like I, I think that next to Thanos he's probably the best he's like the most well realized villain in the MCU right next to Thanos because Killmonger his motivations I under I actually like understood why he wanted to do what he did I definitely disagreed with his methods and like how he wanted to go about it but Killmonger had a point. Killmonger had a had a strong point, and he, hey, you know what? Yeah. You got a point there. And here's the craziest thing: after all that, Killmonger still got what he wanted. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he still he still ultimately gets what he wants in the end. Yeah, yeah. They cause... still end up using using their weapons to help other people. That's what he wanted in the first place. Yup. And and when you think about it too, when you look at uh Martin Freeman's character, um I forget his name. Everett Where... Ross. Yeah. Everett uh, Ever Ross, right? Everett right. Ross, like. The fact that uh, he's he's a CIA agent, so now the CIA they actually do have now a direct link to Wakanda and their technology. So so and that and Killmonger being a being an agent, a killer, an assassin for the CIA, you know he like you like you said he got what he wanted. So that might come back to bite 
uh, Wakanda and the Black Panther in the ass in the future. Oh, um, that, I think I think it's definitely gonna. Yeah. Somehow, oh, yeah. some way, because like, if you like, if you follow the comic books, the Dora Milaje actually break away from from T'Challa. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I think I saw that because they, they have their own um, comic book series, like World of Wakanda, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they do break away. Like, even though they still fight for Wakanda, they actually break away from being under T'Challa and actually kind of like doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's gonna end up happening. Also, Nakia, which was um, oh, what was her name? Oh, I'm. Uh, oh, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita Nyong'o, right, right. Her character actually turns back. Turns back, right, in the comics, absolutely. Yeah, and she becomes a character named Malice. Mm -hmm. So, I see that happening, Mm -hmm. and then, of of course, because, you know, the end of the movie, they have kids, they become a love interest. Remember, Disney has the X-Men now. And in Storm, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Aurora Morales, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. And, but, I don't, but I don't, I don't, I don't understand though. Oh, he's. Is he? Oh, he's is back, he? ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to deal with a small family emergency. Oh damn. What's up? You good, bro? Yeah, I'm good now. Just getting some Sorry guts. About that. That's good. That's that's. That's good. Man. Guts is guts is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, also, real quick in, in the comments here, uh, Brian Carl says uh, Black Panther, real talk, is on the same level as Captain Marvel, son. So, <laughs> what did I miss? Yo, you missed a lot. And yo, let me tell you this right now. My man, Vic, we, we kind of got this thing. I don't know what it is. He sets it up and then I knock him down. I don't know what this is with, with him doing this, but he said that Black Panther is like the number one MCU film out of all of them. Like, I don't... He said Black Panther's number one? Yep. Yeah, in the MCU. Yeah. In the like, MCU. In the over, MCU. over Civil War, Infinity Game, Winter Soldier? Oh, definitely. Winter Soldier? Definitely Winter over Soldier? Winter Soldier. What? Yeah. Definitely over Winter Soldier. And I like Winter Wait, Soldier. Wait, you're putting Black Panther over Winter Soldier. This is, what, this is what's happening right now? Yes. Yes, it is. Y'all like, wait, y'all like Winter Soldier? That can't rock. That can't rock. Hold up. Winter Soldier is arguably the best. Amazing! It transcends a superhero movie. Like, that's a spy thriller. You can't just put that in the superhero category. I mean... You're telling me that... And this is coming from someone who constantly has to defend Black Panther from Stu. Like... This man Winter Soldier's Black Winter, Panther Winter. apart. <laughs> I did. But I did. I can't I, I can't say it's the best. Are you saying it's the GOAT? It's the GOAT of the MCU? Currently it is. Currently it is. Out of twenty three films. Yeah. I'm gonna put Civil War over it hands down. Wait, you, you put Civil War over Black Panther Carl? Black, yes. Are you serious? Absolutely. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I'm not putting Civil War over it, but I put Winter Soldier over it. I put both over. No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, the, the I mean, the Captain America films are the Captain America films are solid. Don't get me wrong. I like the Captain America films, but Black Panther just has that X factor. It has that A one that just goes above and beyond 
what an MCU film is, is asked of, man. How so? You know what Black Panther was, though? What was it? Lion King. It really, it really, well, it really, yeah, it was. <laughs> I saw those memes. It was. It was Lion King. And Vic, don't even try it because on our episode, I said the same exact thing and you agreed. I mean, I mean, listen, like, Lion King was inspired by Hamlet, so technically it's Shakespearean, <laughs> so quite frankly, it, it's all right. right. It's all right. You know, so that's what we're doing? What's the, more relatable, what's the more relatable story to our generation? Oh, uh, Black Panther. No, I'm talking about oh. how to handle it on Lion King. Oh, oh uh, Black Panther or Lion King? No, I'm saying, what's the more relatable story to our generation? Hamlet or Lion King? Oh, Lion King. King. Definitely like And there you go. That's the Lion King. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, let, let, let's... Peanut butter M&M's album. Jay You just, you just, would you pick Black Panther over all those films? Yeah. They, they, listen, like, Black Panther, is it, is it better than all the Iron Man films? Oh, oh, For sure. Oh, let me tell you what, wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you what you missed. Okay. Let me tell you what you missed. Even this What week. I meant. Okay, he, Vic has, has done his... Top 100 films, right? Right. And Infinity War and Endgame are not in his top 100. Really? But guess what hit 99? What hit 99? Bam! <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, well, 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 we're talking about we're talking about like top 100 films of the last decade, from 2010 to 2019. How does Infinity War and Endgame don't make it in there? I mean, they, if if I made it like a top two hundred or top one hundred and fifty, they'd be in there for sure. But one hundred and fifty? That's disrespectful. Hold up, that's 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 disrespectful. One hundred and fifty? Like we can't yeah. act like the third act of Wonder Woman doesn't fall apart. Like we can't. <laughs> <enjoy> that. <laughs> it just said <laughs> that. Well, okay. Like Wonder Woman was hot for like two thirds of the film, and the whole third act falls apart. So you can't just sit there and tell me. <laughs> it's I mean, one fifty. I, I, I would I wouldn't go so. I wouldn't go so far as to say that the that the third act falls apart per se, but um, I will say that like it, it does it does get a little a, a little light showish, too light showyish in my opinion. But I thought it worked fine. I thought it worked fine. It made sense. And, and, the movie and the, as a whole world. works fine. Yeah. But the third act falls apart. And yeah. the whole villain, like, that didn't really work out either. Nigel, Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you, 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 listen, put some respect on David Thewlis' name, all right? But but all right. Uh, I mean, I... I, I, I mean, like, he's not I mean, I, I will say, you know, like like I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, with uh, with Chris and, and Carl here, I said that you know Wonder Woman, it just had a more interesting protagonist, um, definitely more interesting than most of the MCU heroes, that's for sure. Um, you know, just a more interesting, more interesting supporting characters, uh, just a more, a little more interesting world. It, it, it just had it, it, you know. Wonder Woman has more supporting characters. Yeah. Civil War. <laughs> Civil Civil War was just Civil War was just like a was just a Avengers mashup 2. film. It was Avengers two point five. Yeah, basically right. that's what it was. It was another Avengers. Yeah. Not like that's a bad thing, but it it was a Gar- Avengers Guardians 2. one. Guardians one. 
Is oh, is Wonder Woman better than Guardians One? I put it above Guardians One. I don't like Guardians you, One. You, you you what? Yeah, yeah you heard right. Yeah, I, I would put right. I would put Wonder Woman above Guardians of the Galaxy One. Man, it's like. I'm kind of curious. Where do you rate Man of Steel? Oh, Man of Steel sucks. That's 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 a disappointment. Whoa! Man of Steel is trash. <laughs> we, 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 we can't. I love Man of Steel. <sighs> what? Wait, wait, wait. You don't like Man of Steel? I don't. Not at all. Not at all. Like I, I'll Did say, like not here to say it sucks. <laughs> like I was I was trying to process. Maybe he didn't really say that. Like, listen, Man of Steel, like it 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 had promise. It had promise, but but two things that go against it, that work against it. One is a, is a choice of director, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, he either has he he either has a fundamental misunderstanding of what Superman is, or he has a contempt and disrespect for the Man of Steel, because what we got was like this was a, a Clark Kent who was literally told by his adopted father, Pa, pa Kent, Jonathan Kent, that yeah, you should let those kids die. It's all right. I mean, just don't 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 reveal who you are to the world. Just let them, let exactly. the kid, fuck them kids. But you're also looking at it like he's trying to protect his son at all costs. Right. If that means other people have to die. He's okay with that. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but he's trying to protect his son, and he knows if he if his son shows who he is, he's going to be a lab experiment. It's a wrap. Yeah, but so but, he wants him to hide who he is because he thinks that's going to keep him safe. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, for, well, well. Okay, you it, didn't, you didn't, you didn't like. You didn't, you didn't like Krypton. You didn't like Russell Crowe. You didn't, you didn't like that. No, the the Krypton, the Krypton elements were really cool. Like I liked, I liked the like the visual elements of it and and Russell Crowe. Um, but as a whole, the film just didn't work, especially when they dist- when they basically annihilated Metropolis. And and looking at the comments real quick, Brian Carl, listen. I am not smoking anything. You don't. You, all right. So 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 let let's stop right there. Um, but yeah, w- the fact that they destroyed uh, Metropolis. Well, watch um, this. But it was taken from like a modern day take. Watch this. If if we had two aliens that were super powerful and could do things like that, what do you think is gonna happen? Yo, like you think they just gonna like knock over one or two buildings? Like no. Right. Like, but I mean, throughout the years, let's not act like. Metropolis hasn't been destroyed before. Like Superman takes out Metropolis on like a daily basis. Like <laughs> buildings <laughs> fall all the time. I mean, well, well, but but to the extent that that it happened in Man of Steel, it was basically like it was basically like like Clark Kent, Superman. He was just as bad as General Zod. Like they couldn't have taken the fight into an empty field or like somewhere seclu- more secluded. Like now, now you now you just nitpicking. Wait a minute. Wait a second. <laughs> Like, oh come on, if, guy, let's go to things, the empty field. If things jump off, it's gonna jump off. You can't say like, hold up, let's go to empty field right quick. Come <laughs> out. Like it's gonna jump off. You, he, like it's a fight at that point. He's fighting three Kryptonians. Right. Like it's over. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I definitely see what you're saying. Like it makes sense, but like it could have been handled. Um, a, 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 a much more cleverly, like, like, like in the comics, some somehow. Um, right. Uh, but but I will but I will say like what what really hurts Man of Steel more is the fact that Batman versus Superman happened and how Batman versus Superman turned out it made Man of Steel like retroactively worse. Uh, because well, see, well, watch this. Hold up. I don't blame them for that. I blame WB for that. I'll tell you why. 
because they were supposed to originally come out with Man of Steel 2 before Batman v Superman ever was thought of. And then out of nowhere, then they came with Batman v Superman and WB really didn't know what they was doing. Like, yo, I can't, I can't, it I can't. It was too many in the kid. Hey, yo, it yeah. really was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like they basically at WB, they were panicking. They were trying to ke- uh, play catch up with Marvel Studios with their own exactly. universe. Yeah. Oh, but one, one more, one more thing I want to bring up though, since since you just you finally come back. Um, uh, they put they backed me into a corner. Okay. What happened? I really need your help. Um, they said, uh, which film is the best in in Eddie of Eddie Murphy? All right. Which yep. film is the best? And they said, yo, there's only one right answer out of this. There is. What did what, right? you say? They said, you have to choose between either Coming to America or Harlem Nights. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> is it though? That's, it's tough because the correct answer is Coming to America, right? But I can see the fight for Harlem Nights. Because Harlem Nights. I love Harlem Nights. Island Nights is I, 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 and you get three comedians who you never thought would be in the same movie. It's essentially a comic version of the Avengers. Like you got Red Fox, Eddie Murphy, and Richard Pryor, who each in their own era were the best comedian of that time in mm-hmm. one film. I can see the argument for Harlem Nights. It's not a wash. But right. at the end of the day, the right answer is coming to America. Oh, yeah. See? yeah. Well, well, then I'm by myself because I, I chose, come, I, I chose the, the, the other. I'm not mad at you for it because I get it. And, that, and yo, and though, but those were my reasons, though. Yeah. Just because of what you just said. Yeah. Like, but... I get it. It's just coming to America has stood the test of time when people say, what's Eddie Murphy's best movie, 90% of the time they're going to go to Coming to America. It's easily like one of his most quotable movies, and it still holds up to oh, the yeah. point where they're doing an, another one that's supposed to come out in December because people love it so much. So, so okay, I got, I got a question for you, Why do you do Super Dirty Bike just because, because you got put in timeout in 2K? <laughs> because 2K was trying to EA was trying to act like his daddy like <laughs> like they got mad that he left when he was getting blown out which if I was getting blown out I probably would have jetted too but that's that's some best stuff like you can't play the game for 30 minutes yeah like who does that for the whole you answer. know how hard it was for me to not laugh out loud in the, because I was listening to y'all in the middle of Walmart <laughs> so I'm sitting there trying to hold in laughter. The only thing that looks good, co- and I didn't look as crazy because I had my mask on. But yeah, damn. Why I was like, why are you getting on him? I'm like, that's why I had to put up that stuff. That's why I had to hit you up. I'm like, why are you doing that? Stuff? Right. <laughs> like it wasn't even him. It was more so going at 2K because it's like yeah. 2K can play a game. Like how many times back in the day? If we was getting whooped in like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, someone just turned the game off and left. Like, <laughs> now how would it feel like you couldn't play no more after you did that? Like we started yeah. over. And they talk about that. The yo, if you keep doing it, they could they could um take your account 
take your play, take your avatar. I'm like, see, after I spent all this money on this avatar, now you want to take it? Like this is ridiculous. Like 2K be on one. Like just give me, give me like NBA Jam, NBA Street. Mm. Give me live. I'm not, I'm not messing with 2K until they revamp the whole thing. And it's never gonna happen no more. They make it too much money. I didn't quit after one match, Brian. <laughs> you know what? We'll have our rematch again. <laughs> we'll have our rematch again. Oh, but yeah, you I quit. Oh, you you quit? Please tell me y'all saw the Mortal Kombat aftermath trailer. Yo, I just yeah. saw the I just saw the other joint today. With the fatalities and stuff, man. It, I don't even want I don't even want to look at the fatalities. Uh, like, I try. I don't want. I just don't want to be spoiled. I don't like spoilers. I don't look at like leaks or anything. Like, like it's a trailer, cool. But if they're showing like, if they show too much, I don't even want to look at it. So they already got your money. That's what you say. Oh yeah, I already pre-ordered. Yeah, I already pre-ordered. <laughs> right now. Oh, all right. Well, I'm not gonna spoil nothing for you, but I'm gonna tell you, it's you gonna be satisfied. I'm okay. Cool. I will cool. say this though. But it doesn't spoil anything, but like, bro, you know what it brought me to? Watching the Terminator fight Robocop reminded me of the old video game. Yeah. Back in the day. Yep. Yo, you remember that video game? Robocop versus, was it Terminator versus Robocop? Robo, oh, Robocop whatever. versus Terminator. Yeah. yeah. And they had a storyline, man. For, and that storyline was really off the hook. And I'm like, that's what it brought me back to. Watching them two fight on the joint, man. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got I, I, I can't I can't wait for that. Especially I don't even know I don't know what Robocop's fatality is. It's it's on the hook, dude. Oh, you see it? Oh yes, yeah, I saw it this morning. Oh okay. I saw I, that's all I need to know. But I it's, did like I did hook. like Terminator fatality when he takes you to the future. Right. And then, and then like, all the that's not like they're not playing around. They got Spawn in there, Robocop, Terminator. Yeah. Isn't Michael Myers in there? Like it's, it's not a, it's not a game. It's a game, but it's not a game. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Hey, you're not a fan of Robocop? Mm. Not a fan of Robocop. Uh, Brian Carl, he's in the comments. <laughs> oh man, like okay, I'm a fan of Robocop one and two. Yeah, that's fair. Like I'm, I'm more yeah. of a fan of part one. Uh, man, to, me, three, me too. to me, three didn't happen, but yeah, one, one, one and two. One and like, two. I, I rock with one more than two, but I like two. But yeah. one is like, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a classic. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And then another thing that we asked Stuber, but we didn't ask you, what you playing right now? Me? I'm, yeah. I kind of back. I'm playing Arkham Asylum right now. Because they had it on sale, like a couple, like the that in Arkham City. Nice. Yeah. So I went and bought that. So that's that's what I'm playing right now. I ain't gonna lie though. But these, I mean, I'm sick and tired of quarantine. But yo, PlayStation's knocking it out the park with these sales though. Facts. Mm. PlayStation's <laughs> like, give me your money. Yeah, I still got, <laughs> I still got to get that remastered Ghostbusters, man. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get that joint. And then, yeah. and then I was telling him, yo, get, get Streets of Rage 4. Get what? Streets of Rage 4. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, he's seeing the clips on it, 
and Streets of Rage was like that was like one of my favorite games of all time. Like on Sega, like I love that game. Then you 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 will not be disappointed. That's on the list. That is on the list. Yeah. Even it's free on Xbox. It's free on Xbox Game Pass, and I told you, and I I told people, the game is so good, it's still worth buying. For real? Yeah. Like it literally it has it's a it's a whole new story, but then it's just it, it takes you back. And then the more experience you play, you know, the more that you play it, you unlock a lot of original characters. And you can actually play original levels. There, there's a way in the game where you can actually play original levels. <laughs> this dude Brian Farrell is funny. He said, Vic, Vic thinks it's Nutty Professor, Eddie Murphy's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't hate on Nutty Professor, man. Yeah, I love it. I love Nutty Professor. One and two. Yeah. I, I say one one was better, of course, but... Yeah, oh, by yeah, far. One was yeah. better by far, but... Yeah. Two was still good. Two was fine. Like, yeah. I wasn't mad at two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. A- anything else uh, y'all got, Carl? Uh... I'm actually... Yeah, I'm actually good. I gotta get up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate work. <laughs> I don't want to be essential no more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear that, man. Yeah, essentially it. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. Yeah, th- yeah. This is this has been this has been a blast, uh, guys. So once again, thank thank you guys uh, for uh, chopping it up with us on the on the podcast here tonight. Yeah, we definitely got to do it again, and then I'll stay for the whole thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You know, duty calls. I understand. So, but yeah. And I am- So this this is one you'll, you'll definitely want to like uh, go back and revisit once it's uploaded. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, where where can uh, where can the good good people find y'all uh, online? Stu. Yeah. Uh, so we both on uh, we both on Facebook. Yeah. We got the Pop Stu Facebook page. Uh, just got a merch page out. You know what I'm saying? Get your merch. Get your t-shirts, shirts, get your mugs, get your hoodies, get all that. Nice. And uh, check out the Pop Stew Podcast, available on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, all that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. New one dropping next Saturday. So be on the lookout for that. Cool, got got it. Yeah, and I'm also subscribed to you to your podcast, uh, Pop Stew, on Spotify as well. Cool, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and uh, and uh, also, and as for Codex Prime, you can find us on Facebook Live every week, as well as uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. You can hit us up with that five star review, uh, Spotify, Google Play, and pretty much wherever you can find podcasts and social media, Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast and Twitter. At Codex Prime Cast. And Twitch, Codex Prime Podcast. Yep, that too. Uh, 
Yeah, man. So once again, you know, th thank you all for uh, for joining us tonight. Uh, it it's been a real pleasure, and we could definitely got to do this again. Yeah, we definitely look forward to it. Oh yeah, and uh, and uh, also uh, uh, also uh, lately before we before we sign out, um, you know, Carl and I we've been doing some tournament brackets uh, on our show. Uh, so we have a few coming up. Uh, next Tuesday, we're going to be doing uh, uh, what is the best DC film. Uh, so Man of Steel will be one of those uh, by default. So um, be sure to <laughs> by, <laughs> default. by default. Like, that's well, dirty. It, well, it, 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 it has to be there. But, you know, but, but, but we'll, we're going to find out what's the best DC film. Um, we already know. Gonna win. Well, 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 let's 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 not let's not let's not spoil it for the good people out there. I mean, but we're gonna we're gonna work our way to the winner. Um, I mean, we'll do that, but we all know what we're gonna choose. Oh yeah, obviously, Birds of Prey. But um, also um, we got also we got uh, uh I got also I came up with an uh with a a black cinema tournament, so sixty four uh, black films, and we're gonna determine which one is the best. So hopefully. Wow. Hopefully we're gonna get we can get get y'all on there as well as a few other cats onto this Zoom experience and kind of kind of kind of decide which one is the best. Um, yes. Yep. In the interest of fairness, I did put the Harlem Knights and The Wiz, both of them on there too. You know, just throwing a bone for the for some of the people out there that like those movies for some reason, but they don't hold you up. You don't like The Wiz? You, yo, uh, just go back and watch the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like I explained why, the, why the Wiz doesn't hold up, but you know that's, but you know, don't, don't, don't get them started. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but that, but, but that's, that's a debate for another time. Uh, but um, we'd be here, we'd, we'd be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but, but yeah, um, once again, uh, thank you so much for uh, in the chat. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Um. Uh, be sure to catch Pop Stew's uh, podcast. Be sure to catch our podcast. And as always, we will catch y'all on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later. Deuces. <laughs>